Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Port here on WDAY. We are going to have open phones today. We had uh, nothing but guests yesterday. So today, today we're going to chat a little bit. And I have something on my mind. And I, I think I've, I've, I've hit on this before. But there's something happening here in North Dakota with that fire over in Nome, uh, the burning down of a, a, a building, a church building owned by obnoxious, repugnant, white supremacist Craig Cobb. Uh, if people are reacting to that in in a way that's it's well, it's not good, and so I want to hit on that a, a little bit. Also, we're going to talk about some of the claims being made about Meals on Wheels funding here in North Dakota. It's probably not what you've heard. So we'll do all that, plus your phone call, 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com, or tweet me at Rob Port. Good afternoon, Natil. How are you? I am fabulous today, Rob. Glad to hear it. Uh, sounds like we're going to get warming up here a little bit after a little bit more of a cold spell. I, I yeah, can't I wait for spring to get here. I don't know what the exact temperatures are supposed to be up in the Minot area, but down here in the metro this weekend, we're looking at near 50 and into yeah, next that's... week, just above 50 degrees. Oh, I think, yeah, I think we're supposed to be up in the 50s here as well. So that's, that's bike riding nice. weather. Gets, yeah, I hope it gets sunny, too. That would be nice. Uh, I stayed up late watching the World Baseball Classic last night. The USA <laughs> beat Puerto Rico. Feeling pretty good about that, USA, USA, USA. USA. You know, it's 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 always fun. The World Baseball Classic sort of it, it sprung out of an effort to have some sort of an international tournament because baseball was removed from the Olympics, um, which I have no idea why baseball is not in the Olympics. I mean, it's a it's an international sport. It's not just an American thing. Lots of countries, particularly you know, in Asian countries, Hispanic countries, Latin American countries. This, it's, it's a truly international sport. I, I don't understand why it's not in the Olympics. But the World Baseball Classic is an effort to sort of have that. Um, you know, there was also the World Cup of Baseball, although that's defunct now. So we have the World Baseball Classic, and it is fun. It, it, it was just an absolute blast to watch it. Puerto Rico went on a heck of a run, but they finally, they lost for the first time in the tournament last night. Uh, America beat them out. Um but it was just just a great game. I love baseball. I can't wait till regular season starts. Enough spring training. Let's get on with it. Okay. Well, I am going to uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch into this. So, Craig Cobb, and we all know him. He um, it started in Leith, North Dakota, where, and I'm, I'm sure everybody knows the story, but he, you know, was had this, I guess, idea of buying up a bunch of buildings in, in a small town, and then, because you could buy, you know, old, run-down buildings in small towns pretty cheap. Uh, he would buy these buildings and then turn around and try to build some sort of, like, white supremacist enclave. And he got, he got pretty much run out of Leith and ran into trouble with the law. And now he's out again, and he's his name pops up in the headlines now and then because he's going to – people hear that he's going to try to buy a building in one another small town or whatever. Anyway, the, the most recent area of his focus has been Nome, North Dakota. Yeah, there really is a Nome, North Dakota. Yes, I know exactly where it is. I drive through it on my way <laughs> home most times, and I graduated just a year in front of um, a girl who lived in Nome. 
Yeah, I, I, I of course, am from Alaska, so that gnome that I know is well, out yes. on the coast of the Bering Sea. It's probably actually bigger than the gnome. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Although there's no way to get to Nome in Alaska except for, like, by boat or airplane. You can't drive to Nome because uh, there's no road. <laughs> That's just – anyway, not to get diverted. So he, he owned this church, and maybe he owned some other buildings in Nome. I, I don't know. But he owned this church. I think it used to be like a, like a Lutheran church. And yesterday it burned down. Cobb is saying it's arson. Um, there's no evidence to support that yet. It, it could be arson. Nobody knows yet. Uh, it hasn't been investigated yet. We don't have the facts yet. Um, what bothers me about this, as I look on social media, and I look on, well, even in, in the Fargo Forum, uh, there seem to be people who are, are celebrating, are celebrating what happened. Uh, there's a there's an editorial cartoon from Troy Becker on the Fargo Forum website. Uh, it shows um, the, the, the church building in Nome being struck by lightning with, I guess, God saying, not in my house. Uh, I was seeing headlines from, you know, like Gawker Media Outlet saying, burn, baby, burn. And what bothers me about that, because I, I think it's this this manifestation of our society's increasing feelings that it's somehow okay to go beyond merely disagreeing with somebody and opposing them through legal means, through debate, through you know policy making, legislating, lawsuits, those legal means, that it's somehow okay to go beyond that and express our disagreement in ways that are violent or destructive. And I say that as left-wing activists thought it was okay to break windows and engage in property damage because Donald Trump got elected. Environmental activists thought it was okay to torch construction equipment because they didn't like the Dakota Access Pipeline. Now they're cutting holes in pipelines. Uh, even, even that jerk over in Moorhead... In the grocery store, who's shouting at the woman and, and I guess harassing her because she was wearing a hijab because he doesn't like Muslims or doesn't like hijabs or something. People have started to think that it's it's okay to not just disagree, but to actively attack people we disagree with. And now we come to Craig Cobb, who is obviously holds points of view on race and politics and society that just about everybody finds repugnant, obnoxious, off-base, totally crazy. And it's understandable. I, I mean, I get it. He is a provocateur. He's a race baiter. What he does, what he believes is disgusting. But all of that being said, why is it okay to glorify misfortune happening to him. This was a piece of property he owned. It burned down. At best, it is an unfortunate loss of property, both for Cobb, because he owned it, whatever you may think of him, he owned it, and, and for the community. I, I guess, and I don't know Nome that well, but I guess the building, a lot of people had fond memories of it. It was something of a landmark. It's gone now. Why is it okay to celebrate that? And, and by the way, at worst... This could literally have been 
a crime, a very serious crime, committed against him. Now, we don't know that yet. He's alleging that. We don't have the facts yet. But it could be. It's a possibility. He says there was no electricity hooked up to it. There were no services hooked up to it. What caused the fire? We don't know yet. Was somebody in there goofing around? Did somebody set it on fire on purpose? Was it some sort of an accident? We just don't know. But before, and in that, in that lack of knowledge, in that vacuum, that absence of knowledge about what actually happened, we have people celebrating this. Why is that okay? Maybe I'm old-fashioned, but I have this notion that a test of a society's commitment to freedom, be it freedom of speech, freedom of conscience, freedom of worship, what have you, is how we treat those who say or do unpopular things, right? We don't need the First Amendment to protect us talking about the weather. We don't need the First Amendment to protect us talking about baseball or football or stuff that most of us, it's not really all that controversial. So what does it say about our commitment to freedom if with something like this happening to Craig Cobb causes some people to applaud, some people to think, oh, great, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. What does that say about us as a society? I would argue it doesn't say anything very positive. What do you think? Love to hear from you. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. Robert Ford, 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. Talking about the uh, situation with Craig Cobb and his church burning down. And uh, I, I wrote a post about this at SayAnythingBlog.com, basically articulating the same points I'm making here on the show. My headline was, you can't solve hate with more hate. I, I, I think that's the thesis, that's the point that I'm trying to get across, is that we're not accomplishing anything by hating people we disagree with, even if they themselves are guilty of hate. You're not, you're not, we're not going to reach a point where we can work together, where we could find comedy. I, I mean, if anything, treating this guy like this, Craig Cobb, turns him into a martyr. And I don't think we want Craig Cobb to be a martyr, right? He should be treated fairly. He should be treated humanely. We should not lower ourselves to doing the sort of things white supremacists would do out of their own hatred. That's the point I'm trying to make, and I I hope it's getting across. Because every time I go down this road defending unpopular points of view, or at least not because I agree with them, but because I believe in, in that people have a right to express them without fear of retaliation, I get accused of holding those same views, which I don't. I find Craig Cobb's views on race and politics and everything else to be 
pretty grody. I don't agree with him. I just think he has a right to express them and not have to worry about somebody burning his building down. If that's what's happened, we don't necessarily. He alleges it did. We don't know if that's the truth or not. we got a caller, Bob. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, hi, Rob. Um, yes, sir. I think it's good that you brought up this subject. I, ever since I heard about uh, his place being burned down, and I don't agree with anything that he stands for, Right. but it really speaks to uh, the North Dakota nice. If this is an arson, all it is is vigilantism uh, in modern days and taking the law into your own hands and driving people. Can you imagine what's going through the mind of this cop fellow uh, right now? It was a personal attack on him, if it turns out to be arson. And he's he's up in the air right now. I mean, he's got to be emotionally just distraught about this whole thing. It's... it's it, I'm yeah, not saying I'm that we should sympathize with with him, but what happened, uh, really, if it's arson, there really needs to be uh, something done. Again, I, and and I, I don't know, I don't know how you feel about this, Bob. I see it as part of a larger trend where we have accepted that it's okay to hate people who's, believe things differently than we do right i mean conservatives seem to increasingly seem to think it's okay to hate liberals and vice versa you know you've got the political divide going on you've got people who hate trump so they think it's okay to break windows and riot in the streets you got people who hate oil development so they're cutting holes in pipelines and burning bulldozers and it's like we've, we've begun to accept this as okay i mean governor mark dayton um worked to try to to block law enforcement resources from coming over to North Dakota to help out with the protest situation because Governor Dayton, for some reason, thought North Dakota using its cops to police people who were out of control and literally committing crimes was somehow political. Which from there, I mean, it's almost like, okay, so I guess Governor Dayton thinks it's okay to, to, to trespass and, and to destroy property because he agrees with their sentiments about the pipeline? I, 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 to me, this all ties together. It is, we have, we have become, it is now okay, accepted by, by very large factions of American society to hate people who disagree with us. And I think that's what leads us to sort of be happy that a building burned down in Nome because a white supremacist name happened to be on the title. Well, I think you're absolutely right about the, the overall picture of how things are turning violent with, uh, just all across America. And it's escalating, too. And by the way, the one reason I'm ashamed to be from Minnesota is these actions by our governor uh, and other politicians I won't go into, but what a terrible um, portrait of Minnesota that he uh, made by refusing to help out yeah. our fellow uh, statesmen over there in North Dakota. Thanks, and it bro. wasn't, yeah, it, was, it wasn't about uh, supporting or opposing the pipeline. It was just supporting law enforcement who were trying to keep a situation under control and protect people. That's all it was. 701-293-9000, Email talk at WDAY.com. We got John on next. Go ahead, John. 
Rob, I got three things. One, All right. I could not agree with you more. I com- I love the phrase that you said. You don't fi- what you say. You don't fight hate with hate. Is that how you said it? You, yeah, you you can't solve hate with more hate. You can't solve it. Oh gosh, that needs to be on a T-shirt, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And right. and it, it is sickening to see how the the dialogue with you just said it a second ago. Liberals saying it's okay to to hate conservatives and vice versa. And it's and it's it is awful. And and what do we think we're accomplishing? Right. Two. I would really love to hear you and Mike McFeely debate an issue. It would be so fun to hear you two debate an issue. I think you, right. you should strongly consider that someday. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> Three, um, I, I, I am a, I'm a like, Christian, conservative, like, I mean, I, 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 the Republican Party left me years ago. And I want to tell you, I love your voice out there because I know you're, you're as independent as they come and you want to be fair. So not to blow too much smoke up your skirt, man, but I really <laughs> appreciate the stuff that you say. So much so, you did something around Father's Day, I think, last year about being a dad that I even printed out and I gave to people because I thought it was so wow. good. So well. little groupie here in Fargo calling well. in for you, Rob. You're doing great work, buddy. <laughs> Well, John, thank you so much. I'm I am flattered, and that is so nice to hear. I'm glad you find my work valuable. Uh, and listen, I'm just out here tra- calling him as I see him. That's all I can do is try to be as honest as I can and articulate these these issues and work them through. Because you know what, life's complicated. The world's a tough place, but it's a better place when we just try to be a little bit patient with each other and try to understand a little more. Seven zero one two nine three nine thousand. 888-970-9329. Email talk at WDAY.com. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Report here on WDAY 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. That caller had some nice things to say. Sorry, I'm way too jacked up listening to Andrew WK. <laughs> I didn't have to pay that guy. Well, now I'm actually surprised. Oh, that was nice. Always, always. I guess I, it's always just nice to hear you're appreciated, and it's a little bit of a departure from the feedback I usually get. Um, listen, I the, the point I'm trying to make about this. There's this great documentary out there. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about Craig Cobb, uh, a building that he owns in Nome, North Dakota, burned down, and a lot of people because Craig Cobb has repugnant views on race. He's a white supremacist. Enough said. They're happy about it. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're like celebrating it. And I think that's a little gross. I, I don't think it's okay. Just because somebody has political views or social views that you don't like doesn't mean that, that it's okay for you to celebrate their misfortune. Maybe this was arson. Mr. Cobb's alleging that it was arson. We don't know yet. Maybe it was an accident. We don't know. But either way, why celebrate something bad happening to this guy? Where does that get you? And, and, and by the way, if there's this great documentary out there 
it's it's called um, Accidental Courtesy. Uh, it's about a, a blues musician by the name of Daryl Davis. And he spent 30 years. He's a black man. Uh, he spent 30 years befriending people, befriending white supremacists, people like in, in the Ku Klux Klan specifically. I think the Klan is who he targeted specifically. And what he would do is he would just he would just identify them and befriend them and a lot of times because you know he was he was a very accomplished blues musician music he is a very he's still alive uh accomplished uh, blues musician uh so music a lot of times would would sort of bridge that gap and and give him an in but he befriended them and just would would just talk to them and would just get to know them here's something i'm reading from an independent article i quote this is mr davis talking it's a wonderful thing when you see a light bulb pop on in their heads or they call you and they tell you that they are quitting. I never set out to convert anyone in the clan. I just set out to get an answer to my question. How can you hate me when you don't even know me? I simply gave them a chance to get to know me and treat them the way I want to be treated. This, this documentary is eye opening. He convinced 200 around 200 Ku Klux Klan's members to leave the group. 200. Not by hating them, not by celebrating their misfortune, not by insulting them, but by befriending them. I'm not saying that that's going to work in every situation. Some people, I think, hold on to their hate so fiercely that that nothing is ever going to get them to let, let that go. But I, I think what makes it less likely for them to change, what makes it less likely for them to maybe find some grace, find some understanding, find some tolerance for the world around them, is going to be insulting them. It's going to be glorifying their misfortune. So I don't know. Maybe I beat this into the ground, but it's it's so it's so common and. What's happening with Cobb, I, I, I think, is a manifestation of a larger social ill. And a lot of it goes hand in hand with, with social media, right, where we could sort of form these, these digital posses and, and just go after people. It's, I hope it's something that starts to change in our society because it's been rising. I think it's a very populist point of view. I think it's a very... I think it's very much driven by social media, and I don't think it's anything that's healthy for our society. What do you think, Natil? Am I making sense here, or am I off off in la-la land? Yeah, Natil maybe is busy. 701-293-9000, email talk at WDAY.com. I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is. I just don't, I just don't feel like... I don't feel like it's ever it's ever okay to be happy when something bad happens to anybody, even if it's somebody you don't like, even if it's somebody whose point of view you don't you don't care for, or that you actively hate their point of view. And it's okay, it's okay to hate what Craig Cobb believes. That there's nothing wrong with that. We should hate it. It's a disgusting ideology. It is a disgusting set of beliefs. It's not okay to be happy that something bad happened to him, though. That's not okay. All right, let's uh, let's move on. We uh, I want to talk a little bit about this uh, Meals on Wheels thing. 
Uh, we've been hearing a lot. There's been headlines out there. I, obviously, Trump at the national level, there was with his budget and the Meals on Wheels situation. Here in North Dakota, state lawmakers, and specifically uh, State Representative Craig Headland from Montpelier, put an amendment on a uh, on a bill to cap funding for the Meals on Wheels program in North Dakota at $3.5 million. Um, obviously, part of North Dakota's ongoing efforts to balance our state budget which has been you know in a uh in in a tough spot but um basically capping it at the same price it is now certain people have been characterizing that as a spending cut that we're cutting funding for meals on wheels and it's not accurate what they're doing is they've capped the funding at its current level meaning they're not going to get a scheduled automatic funding increase they're going to stay right where they're at that is not a cut now, you could argue that maybe the, the spending increase was necessary or whatever. That's fine. Still not a cut. Got a caller on the line. John, what's up, John? You know, Rob, I don't disagree with you on this whole cop thing. Okay. And I don't think you could beat it to death, honestly. You know, I mean, I even kind of gave Capel a little guff this morning, you know, privately in an email. And... uh I respect Mike a lot, just like I respect you a lot, even though I don't always disagree with either one of you all the time. You know, that's that's just human nature. But people have to look at it from a common-sense standpoint. How would you feel yourself personally if someone came and burned your house to the ground because they didn't agree with your opinion? Right. And, and let's let's be clear. We don't know that that's what happened to this property. We don't know if it was arson or not. It, it could well, be. And, that's that's and what that's Mr. True, Cobb's but alleging. It just, but it does seem kind of coincidental. You know, maybe I mean, it, it, it's, it truly does. It's suspicious, but let's let's not jump to conclusions. The facts will be what they'll be. But I, 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 I the I, I get your point because I, I look at somebody like Cobb, and I see uh, I don't know his history. I don't know his background, but I have a feeling that that, that a lot of his feelings about race and everything are rooted in some personal issues he has with the world. Maybe he feels isolated. Maybe he feels like things have been unfair to him. Um, I, well, I, I think everybody uh, is that way to a degree with their, you know, with, right. with, with their true hatreds. You know, it's, it's right. And it, so, and so, I, I wonder if if that's the problem. Doesn't it make him feel more isolated? Doesn't it drive him deeper into his hatred and and Cobb and people like him when you know we we sort of glorify in in harm done to them. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. I mean, you know, that's what it boils down to. I mean, it's, in the end run, Rob, no matter how much we disagree with each other, we all have to at least respect each other's opinion, you know, when we disagree. When we, when we get to the point where we commit violent acts against others because of our differences in opinion, and this goes all the way around full spectrum, you know, with riots and everything else, it... it it, it doesn't solve the problem. All it makes is more anarchy. I will disagree with one thing you said. Let me let me quibble with something you said. I don't think I don't think we have to respect one another's opinions. I don't think anybody has to respect Craig Cobb's opinions about race. I don't respect them. I don't think they're worthy of respect. Well, but I'm you have to respect. You, you have buddy, to buddy wise. I, you I'm have to saying. you have to respect the fact that he's a human being, and that he has certain rights. And he is he. We we should want fairness for him. We should want justice for him. And by the way. Justice for him was him being prosecuted for some of the stuff he did over in Leith. He earned that. He brought that down on his head. That was justice. 
Well, exactly. And that, but I if somebody that, burned his building down, I'm that's not justice. Respect. You know, yeah. it's it, it's not that you have to agree with someone's opinion. It's right. not that you have to love them, you know, and... and, and, and but you have to respect the right that them. they're you a human being. You have to respect their, their opinion for what their opinion is. Yeah. Whether whether we agree with it or not, it, it really has nothing to do with it. I mean, it's, it's a matter of at least respecting their right to express that opinion in, in We're a on- Way. We're on the same page, John. Thanks for calling. I got to take a break. We'll wrap up the show right after this. 701 Welcome back, Rob Port, 701-293-9000, 888-970-9329, email talk at com. You can tweet me, too, at Rob Port during uh, this show, any show, anytime. It's always fun. Um, you know, I, was, I, I mentioned the Meals on Wheels thing, and then John called in and got us back on the uh, on the Craig Cobb thing. That seems to be the hot topic today. No it, pun intended. It is the hot topic. What, what do you think, Natil? Am I am I off base on this? I don't think that you're off base on this. It's it's really hard for me to decry the people that are glad that he's not going to be moving into the town because. I know the town. I know the people there. It hits real close to home for me. Sure. And so I I personally am glad that he's not going to be there because I don't like the people that he brings around. I don't like the the messages that he brings around. But I don't I, – I understand the notion that, you know, we, we shouldn't be glad that the building he bought burned down. And that, you know, that's a, that's a thing that if, if this had happened somewhere else, if this had happened somewhere out in like Western North Dakota again, I'd probably be completely on board with you. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. D- d- how could these people be happy that this happened to him? That's that's awful. You can't fight hate with hate. But when it happens so close to home for you, yeah. it it changes things a little bit. And I don't, it shouldn't, like, don't get me wrong, I I. I'm a little bit ashamed that I can't just jump on board with you on this one. And that's something that I'm going to have to to work through, but it's, I, I, and I completely understand the feelings you're expressing. I mean, it's, I would be afraid if this guy was moving in next door to me. Um, I would be afraid about what he's going to bring around, what he's going to instigate. You know, I mean, he has trouble follows this guy and he creates trouble. He is responsible for those actions. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like celebrating this sort of thing though, as not everybody, but some are, I feel like that just makes it worse. I feel like that just stokes the fires with this guy. And I don't think you're wrong on that. I, I think that it does indeed stoke those fires and that it, it probably has just made him feel more strongly about going somewhere else. The problem now is, you know, where is it going to be next time? What if next? What if his next stop is Fort Ransom? Yeah. What if his next stop's Minot? You know, I don't know, but it's complicated and it's hard. But sometimes doing the right thing is hard. We got to rise above that 
and do the right thing anyway. And the right thing is not wishing harm on somebody because because even even though they have harmful points of view, we got to rise above that. We really do. 701-293-9000-888-970-9329. You can call those numbers to get in on the Jay Thomas Show, who is coming up next. You can always catch me here 1 to 2 p.m. Monday through Friday, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at sayanythingblog.com. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. That I don't belong. Lately, life's been the same. I find this.